Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I am your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart, doing what we do, and getting into trouble. We decided we'd take the first part of this podcast to discuss the COVID-19 pandemic, how it affects our lives, how it affects your lives, and, you know, how it has officially destroyed everything I know and love. <laughs> I feel like there are a couple things left that it can destroy. This is true. There's always <laughs> something else it'll find. Mm-hmm. So how you been? Uh, fine. I mean, you know, living through this uh, year, so pandemic fine. Fine with an asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? I'm ready to burn the entire everything down. And yeah, yeah, you should destroy be. Destroy it all. Mm-hmm. Which we may get into later. We'll <laughs> see if we go down that path. But <laughs> I'd say let's just jump into it. Uh, what's the greater Virginia area looking like? Uh, so just consistently rising. So we have 138,702 cases. So we're up about 5,000 from last week. Um, we have 10,769 hospitalizations, which is up about 230 from last week. And we are at 3,113 deaths, um, which is up 164 deaths from last week so I, I it's just like rising and I I feel like th- there was definitely a spike mm-hmm. but I don't know that we've come down from that like it's just the numbers are terrible and I'm getting too used to saying oh we have 5,000 more cases oh we have over 200 more people in the hospital oh yeah. we have over a hundred more people have died this week. It's this is insane. Yeah, it's not something we should get numb to, but unfortunately, we almost have to, or yeah, it's just gonna happen because it keeps happening. It just keeps happening, and the you know we're chronicling it, and it's just it's nuts that it's been this high for this long, and this many people have died. Like, and I'm only talking about Virginia, so yeah, exactly. Like, we're over 200,000 deaths in this country. Like it's yeah. just insane. Um the we still have 8 cases of multisystem inflammatory syndrome in children. I don't know if they're even still tracking it because it is strange to me that we have so many cases going up, so many hospitalizations, so many deaths and that number isn't changing whilst kids are back in school. So I just and I'm just interested. Of course, we have to take everything with a grain of salt because it's the CDC. So yeah, exactly. We can trust nothing. <laughs> trust nobody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, as far as national news, uh, I mean, I don't really have anything to say. You hinted at it just now. Like, I don't have anything to really talk about other than. A grand jury in Kentucky has indicted one of the three police officers involved in the killing of Breonna Taylor. To be clear, no one was charged with a crime that, with the crime that resulted in her death. Um, So an innocent black woman who was shot by white police officers and apparently that doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, the officer who was charged was charged with wanton, wanton endangerment for shooting through the walls of Brianna Tabor, Taylor's neighbors, uh, which could have, and they could have been severely wounded or killed. Those neighbors were right. Um, so I guess putting white people in danger and putting holes in their walls is more important uh, or worth, um, I guess disciplinary action than Brianna Taylor's life. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I got nothing. I have no spoons today. I, a good friend of mine earlier said that, um, we're not surprised and we're devastated and that's just what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not much to say about it except the system has once again failed a lot of people. I mean, the system doesn't work for people. For yes. a big chunk of the United States, the system, you know, we worked within the system to try to change the system, and the system was like, nah. 
Yeah. And so it's, I, I mean, it's easy to sit here and say, well, we need to work without outside of the system, but that's not easy. That's a ton of people going to jail and getting their voting rights stripped from them and being told that they're, you know, enemies of the state, essentially. And then when someone comes in and kills those protesters, that person is a patriot. So I, I just, I mean, I guess I'll just continue calling on white people that haven't been in the fight before and just say, hey, we're used to this. Yeah. It doesn't make it easier. Um, but this is how it actually works. And this is how it feels when you fight and you lose. Mm -hmm. So now what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Um, and the, you can say the same about all the people being uh, super down about uh, Ruth Gator Bins Ginsburg dying. Mm -hmm. You know what? Yeah. We got to keep going. You got to keep, you can't just be like, well, we lost everything. That's it. Cause that's yeah, I mean, it. that's a whole other nightmare because I mean, he has the votes. Yeah. So when he, he's going to, we're recording this on a Thursday, he's going to announce his nomination on Saturday. He has enough votes to confirm them. So no, there's not really anything we can do right now, uh, but we do have to figure out what we're going to do after. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So how's, how's Colorado doing? <laughs> well, let's pile on because not great. Really? Um, yeah. So we're at six, uh, sixty-seven thousand two hundred seventeen cases, which is up four thousand week to week, which is our Whoa. highest week to week increase since uh, we did our um, pandemics past and present. Holy cow! That is quite the spike for yeah. you guys. We uh, we jumped up because last week, week to week, it was two thousand. So we've doubled. More than doubled our cases week to week. Jeez. Um, we have seven thousand four hundred and fifty-four hospitalizations, which is up a hundred and seven, so that's about average every week, another hundred people in the hospital. And uh one thousand nine hundred and thirty-five deaths, which is up twenty-two week to week, so another twenty-two people died. Um it's low. But that's still 22 people. It's still 22 people, and the that spike in cases does not bode well for future weeks. Exactly. We'll see if that filters down to more hospitalizations next week. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, if you want a little bit of schadenfreude news... <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. Um, the Missouri governor, um, Mr... Let me get his name, because I feel like we need to say his name... Michael Parson, who refused a statewide mandate, has now tested positive, or he refused a statewide mask mandate. Uh, mm -hmm. He has now tested positive for COVID-19. Hmm. Oh, my God. So, and he looks like a very old gentleman in these pictures. Well, so. I, it's so frustrating that people are like, oh, you know, uh, even if it's like, politically or economically motivated they're like denying 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 and then they get it and it's like how many people are you infecting now you're gonna suffer now your family's gonna suffer like mm -hmm. you don't care about anything but yourself like it's it's just gross it is and yeah. uh to add on to some more bad news too um, CU Boulder has officially announced that over 1,200 people have been infected in an outbreak in Holy on campus. Cow. Yep. Jesus Christ. I mean, campus environment, I'm not surprised, but still, like, it's preventable, people. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's probably part of our big um, increase is, yeah, uh, that makes is sense. Boulder. So, Dang. Yeah. And then uh, uh, one more thing that uh, kind of mm -hmm. broke my brain. I was already on teetering on the edge. And then I saw this going around. I don't know who it was exactly, but mm -hmm. a uh, senator introduced a new bill um, that women need some sort of pelvic exam before uh, entering into sports, something like that. I didn't read yeah, too much into it. Yeah, it's for high school, high school sports that there was going to need to be some sort of a genital observation exam to make sure that they were, you know, that they have a vagina, I guess. Um, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's 
disgust. I mean, it, it's all the obvious things. It's yeah. disgusting. It's violating. It's it is just beyond the scope of everything that the right wing people have been trying to do in such a public way. Mm-hmm. I mean, there have been things further right, but like in this, this is pretty big. Yeah, like a lot of people saw this. So, um, it. I mean, vote this, vote these fuckers out. Yeah, <laughs> like and what blows me away too. What blows me away is, huh? yes, it is disgusting. Yes, it is sexist. Yes, like all those, I absolutely agree. On top of everything, we are in a pandemic. Is this what your mind goes to? Like, that's all you care about is making sure women have vaginas to sp- play sports? When 200,000 people have died. Right. You can't raise yeah. the bill to go like, hey, maybe we put a cap on rent for a couple months. That couldn't be your go-to. You had to go to, let's check vaginas. Yeah, I mean, it's all of that. It's, if, I mean, if the government, if the federal government was moving as quickly on COVID relief and with as much fervor um, as they are going after the Supreme Court situation, the election, funding for campaigns, like if all of that energy was put towards this giant global pandemic that affects billions of people, then I feel like we might have been a little better off, but we're not. That's not our world. Yeah. Um, we have people that are using this. I mean, there are QAnon people, like more of them getting support from the GOP. Like, it's just, oh, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's Yeah, that was like the straw that <laughs> broke my back this week. It was like everything and then like, Every, everything was wrong about that whole thing. Like, there's not one possible, like, positive you can see out of that bill at all. And I didn't even look into the real bill, but overall, it's just, like, w- the whole thing. Like, there's nothing about that you should have brought that up. This is horrible timing for this. The uh, Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yes. <laughs> so what's going on in Luna's world? Anything new happening? Um... Nope. No. <laughs> Still working. Uh, I can barely think straight because everything is awful. Um, I don't know. I you know like what's new this week? More horrific things have happened. Uh, the president is saying wild things. Like it's just. It's hard to think of what my week was like because all I can think of is like this larger scope. But I mean, as far as me, like I have, I'm still working on securing, finding a surgeon uh, that acts right (laughs) (laughs) to do my surgery. So I just, that's, I don't know. (laughs) That's it. Teaching, trying to survive. What about you? Uh, roughly about the same. Um, yeah. Uh, I added some Band extra stuff. Yeah, I've at, well, yeah, I started working on some more solo stuff. Nothing hard put down yet, but some interesting stuff. Uh, trying to figure out how I want to release it too, even though that's down the line. But like, you know, do I do I make a new fake band, or do I release it just under my name? a lot of questions yeah it's a good question (laughs) um and uh you know i added some extra workouts to my diet that seem to have been working out so that's been good yeah and kind of helps lean into uh i think what we're going to talk about this week cool um so so what are we talking about this week so today we are going to bring you another episode of wholesome content. <laughs> so uh, this time, at least, we have a theme of escapism. Um, basically, the world is shit. Mm-hmm. Everything is terrifying. Um, if it's not terrifying to you, I don't know that I agree with you on much <laughs> ideologically. 
<laughs> but that's okay. If you're doing well and you're thriving right now, good for you. Just don't hurt anyone else in the process. Um, but for many people I know, this is tough. It's really, really tough times. Yeah. So let's take another episode to dive into some nicer aspects of <laughs> life that aren't focused on doom and death and dying. Right. Um, so along the themes of escapism, sometimes for some people, when things get really difficult, we have to dig deeper into the facts of the situations around us to feel better. And sometimes we need to get some good old escapism. Yep. <laughs> Forget everything for a while. Um, in our distraction section of our podcast, we've spent a lot of time leaning into escaping into media, but that isn't the only way to forget about things for a while. Um, for my little section of wholesome content, I want to talk about using our surroundings to escape, even if just for a few minutes. Okay. Um, so if you're cool with that, Matt, yeah. I can dive in. Go for it. Cool. Uh, so now that the weather is dipping into the best range of temperatures, in my opinion, <laughs> uh, I have been craving more and more time outside. And that can be challenging right now because safety might be an issue in a crumbling society, depending on what you look like. Um, <laughs> literally what you look yeah. like. It isn't even who you are. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, uh, wholesome content. Wholesome content. We're, we're, we're going to be bright and cheery. Come on. Um, but, uh, if you feel that you can take a little or a big adventure outside, I highly encourage it. Um, whether it's a small excursion outside in your neighborhood or a full on hike, it's a nice way to get out of the house. Uh, but you could do these things inside the house too. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, for escapism though, uh, I, at least for me, walking outside doesn't necessarily mean that I'm escaping from reality because all of my one billion thoughts <laughs> seem to have more room to buzz around and get loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With like every step I take, <laughs> it seems <laughs> that I'm just like, oh my God. Um, but here are three things that I do to embrace the escape while I'm outside on a walk or a hike. Um, and even visualizing these three things can sometimes help my anxiety if I can't quite get outside. So I thought I'd share it with my favorite group of listeners. Yay. Yay. All right. So number one is look for the tiny. So regardless of all of the awful thoughts in my head, I like to take a moment to step off of the path, which usually happens right around when my heart rate is like, what the fuck are you doing? Go lay down. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I look down and I sort of widen my view or my gaze to see if I can pick up any movement on the ground. And then I follow that movement with my eyes and just observe the tiny critters that hang out underfoot. I like to look at like their colors and shapes and their homes and think of the world from their perspective. Um, it doesn't have social media in their world. Mm -hmm. So that seems nice. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's like an ant or something, but sometimes it's something else. This weekend I took a small walk on a trail and found a little baby caterpillar Aww. and just sat there and watched it wiggle its way from one side of the path to the other. Um, and I just didn't think about anything else other than this little floofy living creature wiggling its way <laughs> <laughs> um, over yonder. And I was just watching where it was going and how it was moving and that that was it. Um, number two is look up. So while I'm walking or while I'm stopped, either one, mm -hmm. uh, I like to just look up and not straight up cause that's uncomfortable <laughs> and will hurt your neck and is also probably bright. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> um, but I lift my gaze to the branches of the trees overhead, or if you're in the plains, maybe just looking over at the horizon, just above the horizon, or whatever's in the distance. And if I'm moving, I like to watch how my perspective changes of the branches as I move, so that different things are in view from different positions on the path, and I like thinking about that. 
if I'm standing still, I like to watch the movement of the leaves, see if I can find a pattern, like which way the wind is coming, or what animals are moving branches, or see if it's all just some sort of like limited chaos overhead. And I like watching the sunlight shift between the leaves and the branches and how it creates shadows around you that are always moving. Um, and right about here is where I forget that things like Facebook exists. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly I'm just like, just a bit happier. <laughs> Again, on the plains, you may not see all of that because there aren't a lot of trees overhead, but you can watch the wind move through grasses. Mm -hmm. I used to do that when I was out there. I used to watch how the grasses move and see if I can spot where an animal is moving the grass or um, if you're in a neighborhood, maybe hang out by a single tree and see what's up with that tree. Yeah. And hang out with a tree. Just be like, yo, I like your colors. <laughs> <laughs> your branches are pretty cool. I wonder why you have more on this side than that side. And like why you grew the way you did. Yeah. And granted, it might look weird if someone drives by and they just watch you hanging out with a tree but it's fucking 2020 and they can fuck right yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last one, uh, number three, is just to listen. So the third part of my little escapism exercise is to stop what I'm doing. Well, not necessarily stop what I'm doing. Just at any point in the hike, usually well into it, um, I just listen to what I'm hearing and usually the loudest thing I hear is my breath and my heart rate because it's again like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> and uh and I can get lost in that too but it gets more interesting when I kind of stop paying attention to those sounds and I listen to everything else around me um and like what exactly are the sounds that I'm hearing and where are they coming from and do I know that there's water nearby? Can I hear it? Do I hear it more on this part of the path than the other path? Which direction is it in? Are there animals that I'm hearing? Or is it eerily quiet because it's the apocalypse and <laughs> zombies are coming? I don't know. <laughs> uh, if you're in a populated area, you might hear cars and people. But if you try to cancel those sounds out, what can you hear? And I like to play this game with myself where... I try to identify things that I'm hearing that aren't the obvious things that I first heard when I started listening. Um, so yeah, those are my three steps and essentially it's an exercise in mindfulness mm -hmm. uh, and it helps me forget the world that the world exists outside of my immediate surroundings and that helps me feel better. Uh, so I thought I'd share just in case it helps yeah. anyone else too. Yeah, no, it's really cool. So there. And it's kind of uh, apt because uh, just today my Fitbit app added a mindfulness tracker to it. Mm -hmm. And you can, you know, put how much time you want to spend every day and you can do like a little meditation or, you know, just kind of track some, cool. some quiet time. Okay, Fitbit. <laughs> Coming in hot on my little escapism list. <laughs> don't appreciate it no i'm just kidding that's awesome um i'm glad so i thought i'd talk about a, uh, something we i think we forget a lot about in america and that is why is escapism important yeah um yeah, because it's a lot of times um uh even i get criticized and i've seen people criticize other people if you don't watch the news 24 7 you're like well you're ill-informed and you know, you just want to forget everything and focus on yourself and oh, that, that kind of yeah. thing where you just, you know, you have to watch the news all the time. No, you don't, that's not healthy. It's not. Um, not to get too far into the news thing, but news stopped being a an unbiased source of information in the, once cable came along. So yeah, <laughs> you're not actually... John Oliver has a great episode about yep. it. Yeah, you're not actually getting real news. You're getting something that's going to get you to come back and keep watching because they need eyeballs. Ooh, side note. <laughs> Watch The Social Dilemma, and then we'll all smash our phones together. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Well, see, that's one thing. Um, so um, most of this comes from either uh, Psychology Today or The Moody Chick. 
<laughs> which is a okay. uh, health and wellness uh, uh, blog. And of course, psychology today is, you know, psychology today. So um, they, uh, psychology today says escapism has gotten a bad rap as of late. The information age has played a ra- large role in that by supercharging the id with nearly every type of digital vice imaginable. Mm. so yeah we're always plugged in we're always you know thinking and we never get disappear from that we never get away from that but they also say it's not all bad stuff because um online they talk a lot about online video games and actually how that's a great thing um Hmm. uh, it can help you you know obviously relieve stress um you can interact with people you can forget the world for a minute and they're mm-hmm. fully, most of them are, you know, very interactive. So you're not taking a moment to look at your phone. You're in the game. Yeah. yeah. And they say out of the 160 million American adults that play video games, only one or only 0.3 to maybe 1% are qualified for um, a gaming disorder. Meaning like they're fully addicted to gaming. Right, right. So, are you saying that my insurance might pay for my PS5? Ooh, that would be interesting, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish. Um, and the Moody Chick says, um, everyone's escape is probably a little bit different, and it depends on what they are escaping from, but escapism is a vital way to relieve stress in a variety of situations. And, yeah, it's, it's um, you know, I've known people that uh, do watch the news 24-7 and they seem like just like a tight wound ball that's about to snap at any minute. Um, Mm -hmm. And even people that think they're getting away from it, I'm going to call out my mom if she listens to this. Oh, no. Sorry, Matt's mom. (laughs) But she's like, oh, I'm tired of watching the news. Can we just put on a movie or something? So I put on a movie, and then she pulls out her phone and just keeps scrolling through Facebook anyways. And it's like, no, you got to also get rid of that, too, because that's just inundating you with the same information and more stuff. You just have to step away completely. Everybody watch the social dilemma yes. on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So what I do, I have a few different things that I use uh, very regularly for escapism. Uh, every day I take a 40-minute walk around my neighborhood. And um, the only reason I even have my phone is just for music. And it's in my backpack. I can't get to it at any point um, without fully stopping my my groove. <laughs> So, <laughs> so now i'm just picturing you like strutting on your walk <laughs> well you know like today i look all menacing and metal as i normally do and totally rocking <laughs> Katy perry on the headphones today so <laughs> that's not surprising at all to me <laughs> of course you were listening to Katy perry only the first album then she got real bad after that just gonna throw that out there <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so um, that's one thing I do. Um, having hobbies that don't involve your phone, don't involve um, watching TV, like doing a puzzle, uh, like I did that Lego set a hundred years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Even uh, I still have mine. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be awesome when you get that done. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> At this point, I'm saving it for a uh, recovery. Yeah, that's perfect. Because I will be able to like pull my table over myself, and I won't have to sit up, and I can. I'll just need like a little spray bottle to get the cat away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like something that just yeah gets you away from everything for just a moment. Because if anything, as most of these articles are saying, it it actually helps you process the news too. And makes you filter out some of the emotional stuff that the news throws into it. And makes you really think how you feel about it, not how the news is telling you to feel about it. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's a good point. You know, it's like when you need to step away and think about something before you make a decision. You need to make a decision Mm -hmm. about how you feel about everyday news. Mm -hmm. And that does go better with some critical thought that takes time. Absolutely. So yeah, that that's my like. Even yesterday, I uh, was doing music stuff, and I mm-hmm. uh, rewrote a poli- fairly politically charged song. But even that 
being plugged into that was still not getting Facebook ads. It wasn't getting... No, that's not input. That's output. Yeah, exactly. It was me processing everything that I kind of yeah, absorbed. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, de- I definitely agree with the having hobbies that don't involve having your phone in front of you all the mm-hmm. time. Um, I mean, I think music is great. Even if you write music on on like a DAW, it's it's not it's not like your phone is right in front of you and you're stopping every time you get a notification. If that is happening, then you're probably not writing music. You're just scrolling on Facebook with your DAW yep. open. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry to call you out, bro. <laughs> not you, just somebody. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. I think that having something, I mean, dance is my thing, mm-hmm. aerial and stuff like that. And there's no way to scroll while I'm... Are you sure? <laughs> I swear I saw you checking your phone during a performance all the way at the top of the <laughs> top of the laurel. That would be so dangerous. So don't tell my Apple care. <laughs> but yeah, like, I just... I think you're right. I think having, or at least dedicating some time mm-hmm. where you're not going to have your phone with yeah. you, like your walk. Yeah. Uh, even though you have your phone with you, it's put away. Yep. Can't touch it. Yep. Not getting notifications. Not like it's just, you know, it's ballast. Yeah. And I think that this is like my own little soapbox yeah, now go that for it. doesn't really have a whole lot to do with this, but. <laughs> But I do know that a lot of people that are like, oh, but I have to have my phone with me in case I don't like this song and I'll skip it. And my answer to that is listen to the whole fucking album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay, that was my, that was my little baby Well, and bare minimum too, if you get uh, good over the ears headphones, if they're Bluetooth, they always got a button that you can press that skips the song. You don't have to pull it out. That's true. For all you rich, fancy people, you can have a fancy Bluetooth headphone over the ear headphone set with a fancy button on it, apparently. But yes, I always say, but I never skip a song, actually. I always do listen to albums all the way through. I'm with you 100% yeah, there. Yeah, I just think a lot of... I mean, and, I mean, frankly, there there's no wrong answer. If you like skipping around, that's yeah. fine. It's just... If you're going to commit to not using your phone, commit yeah. to it and say, I'm going to listen to this playlist. And if it plays a song I'm not particularly into, it'll be over in three to five minutes. Yep. So, yeah, um, um, the Fitbit said uh, you should have five mindfulness sessions, whatever that means. I have to look at more data than that. But um, <laughs> that's the equal amount that they suggest for workouts, too. And I think hmm. that says something of... Oh, yeah. Like, you have to Absolutely. relax and rest as much as you work out. and Yeah, we should definitely prioritize it mm-hmm. more. I definitely agree with that. And, I mean, I don't know Fitbit's intentions or whatever, because it's all part of the giant machine that tries to keep us tied to technology. Yeah. But <laughs> I do think that, like, there is something to be said for, like, workouts that work for you and and not, like punishing workouts yeah. because you're trying to punish yourself for doing something wrong like living your life <laughs> um so it's like finding that healthy relationship with workouts and finding that healthy relationship with mindfulness and i mean that also kind of lends to therapy because if you're afraid to spend time with yourself that's a sign yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh what do you think the difference is between escapism and avoidance is because i think that's something people get confused a lot oh man i to me i mean it, it it's in the word <laughs> <laughs> there's one where you're escaping because you need to step away but you'll come back to it and avoidance is a avoiding it (laughs) so that you don't have to engage with it whatsoever um yeah i don't know that just seems pretty obvious to me it's something i think people forget or they point out that like you're you know you're avoiding things if you're not constantly dealing with things head on and it's important and oh i see it's important to know the difference escapism relates to self-help self-care and coping this is all according to the moody chick that's like that name for a website (laughs) 
<laughs> it's allowing yourselves to disengage from your problem briefly in order to re-energize, have a break, and prevent emotional exhaustion. Avoidance is ignoring the problem. Escapism doesn't do that. Escapism is momentarily. Is, is Sorry, it's momentary. Yeah. So, yeah, you're... You know, yeah, we're not telling everyone to ignore the world and just live your life because there's important things that you need to be in the know of. And, mm-hmm. you know, but you can't spend 24-7 banging your head against the wall against every terrible thing that comes down <laughs> down the pipe in 2020. Exactly. You, like, you have to step away at some point. I mean, this is the long game. Yeah. We have to make it through all of this. So... Yeah, cool. That was really cool. Yeah, that was a nice little discussion on escapism, which I think, unless you got anything else to say, Mm -mm. I think that leads us right into our next section, (laughs) which is our distractions. What are we distracting ourselves with or escaping the world with right now? (laughs) Uh, For me, this past week, it's been more horror movies. So just gearing up for more horror and spooky season. Um, so recently I watched Spiral, Rabbit, Triangle, apparently a lot of one word movies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I enjoyed all of them. Um, and I also watched a friend's new movie called A Feral World. It was written, produced, and filmed by David Lieban, who's the chair of the film and TV department at the College of Arts and Media at CU Denver. Um, his son stars in the film, which is super cool. The director of photography is another film faculty member, Jessica McGaw. Um, The composer is Leslie Gaston Bird, who was once the chair of the music and entertainment industry studies at the CU Denver. So it's a, it's a cool little project that they've all worked on apparently. And um, I watched it and I thought it was cool. And it's like sci-fi post-apocalyptic kind of timely. And uh, yeah, I recommend everyone give them some some support. It's called A Feral World, and it just they just released it. So. Can you get it on like Amazon or where is it? I got it on iTunes because I have an Apple okay. TV, so I I just pre ordered it there. But um, I imagine it's on all of the things Perfect. like Amazon and such. I can't imagine that it would not be on those. But all right, yeah. I got a question about Spiral real quick. That's yeah, not the up? spiral with Chris Rock. That's the sequel to Saw. It's a different spiral. Yes. No. Okay. I w- I'm looking forward <laughs> to that spiral, and I saw stuff about this. Like, did it come out? And no one tell me these things. No, no, no. Okay. I, I, um, I will be watching that, but I have zero expectations. <laughs> this spiral is uh on Shutter, and it's a really cool story that involves like existential angst for minorities and queer folk in this like neighborhood where there's like a cult happening and it's it's pretty cool i really enjoyed the way they wrote the characters like genuinely like i'm i'm excited for what these people and those actors will be doing very cool yeah no stupid clowns (laughs) (laughs) or puppets or whatever the fuck he is anyway (laughs) Talk about you bashing on Billy. He, he, great. He, he has, has a, a stupid name. <laughs> and I believe he's a marionette. <laughs> oh, fancy puppet. <laughs> French puppet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I watched uh, some movies. I uh, had a babysitter marathon. I think I discussed that last show. I don't know if not. But I watched both the uh, Mick G babysitter movies in one night. Mitch. That's the director, Mick G. I like said that. <laughs> what you have to listen to, uh, you know the rant from Christian Bale, like that got leaked online. Uh-huh. So Mick G uh-huh. was directing that scene, and he goes, "Mick G," and it's the funniest. <laughs> thing. Oh boy! So even apparently, even people call him Mick G. Anyways. Anywho's it so uh, one is definitely better than the second one. Um, they're not uh, the second one. I don't think is the worst thing in the world, but it's not the best. If you saw that one first, you you would be very confused on why everyone likes the first movie. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I did find myself yeah, yeah. highly enjoying the second or the first movie. 
yeah, uh, when kind of stuff started kicking off, I was just l- rolling on the floor laughing. Like it's so good. <laughs> um, and I, it's definitely an enjoyable film. <laughs> and I also watched the death of Superman, which is an animated uh, movie. And it's very awesome. Really well done. Um, much better death of Superman than in BVS, but I think literally anything is better than BVS. So <laughs> there's that. Um, I also started watching um, kind of off and on the uh, new documentary on Netflix about Challenger. It's like a four-part mm. series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. That's been a little rough. I think we know how it ends. We do. And I know, I probably know everything they're going to say, but uh, I'm curious about, I've heard about this thing and I don't know if it's true or not. So I'm curious because I wasn't mentally conscious at that point. And you probably weren't either to remember the Challenger explosion, Mm. but everyone claims they remember seeing it, but. I've seen multiple things saying it actually wasn't broadcast on regular TV and it's become this mass like remembrance, this mass fake memory because they show you've seen, you've seen the footage. So you think you were there when you've seen it, but it wasn't according to a lot of people, it wasn't on regular TV. Like it wasn't like broadcast. That's interesting. I wonder if it's just footage that they played over and over in the news that it became like, that oh, I was there people, when it yeah, happened. People, yeah, started remembering that they actually saw it live or something. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. So I'm curious if they get into that. Unless they were in the area and literally watching it. If you were in southern Florida, you definitely saw something. Which, I mean, I grew up in Florida <laughs> and a lot of people said I saw it. So I, I believe them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as far as like other people, I don't know. That's interesting. Um, outside of that, I had a, um, allergy attack on Monday, which made me worried because my allergies should know this isn't the year to fuck around with that kind of stuff, (laughs) but I decided to have just a day where I was just stuffed up and coughing and sneezing and feeling drowsy and I'm like, I'm going to die. This is it. This is, I got, I got the COVID, (laughs) but I never ran a fever and I now feel totally fine one day later. So it's definitely just. I got some extra pollen up my nose or something. God damn allergies. <laughs> trying to kill people, give people fucking panic attacks. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that brings us to our uh, next part of the podcast. Only in a pandemic. And major civil unrest. <laughs> <laughs> so stories that can only happen in a pandemic and or major civil unrest. Do you have anything? I do. Uh, Only in a pandemic, and particularly major civil unrest, uh, does Trump say horrifyingly eugenic comments at a campaign rally, and that doesn't make the news. (laughs) Yeah, I did not hear about that. Uh, So to the crowd of largely white attendees, it is a Trump rally, after all, um, in Minnesota, uh, he said the quote, You have good genes, you know that, right? And then a lot of it is about the genes, isn't it? Don't you believe the racehorse theory? You think we're so different? You have good genes in Minnesota. You can watch the video online. Just look it up. He's talking about the racehorse theory Mm -hmm. where it's white supremacy. White genes are better. You can breed it into better humans, quote unquote. Um, so. Which uh, any geneticist would actually tell you that mixing genes actually makes for it stronger It is actually genes. better for literally yes. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I was like, uh, say what? And it was the same night that RGB died. So uh, just it, that was swallowing up the news cycle. This ring court thing was swallowing up the news cycle. And it's like, hold on a second. He said, what? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah. Still want to support this guy? Look at I mean, at this yourself. point, anyone that's still supporting him is not going to get dissuaded by anything, I don't think. I mean, I hear you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that there are a bunch of moderates that are, uh, you know, imagining other options. And it's like, all right, I'm not going to get into it here, but <laughs> like... 
the, this is what we're up against. And if you're cool with that, then I guess you're cool with that. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, so what's your only in a pandem- pandemic story? Hopefully less depressing. Yes, I, I, I mean, well, maybe we'll see. <laughs> so only in a pandemic will uh, Tosh.0 make me tear up a little bit. Oh, God. <laughs> so uh it started the new season i started watching it and it's pretty much ran its point because they're not going to find viral videos that everyone hasn't already seen and there's yeah. a reason why it's getting canceled this season um but i thought i'd check it out and uh, apparently between seasons one of his dogs died and oh, he spent no. most of the episode uh, doing a tribute to his dog and um, other people's dogs as well. He had fans send in photos of their dogs that passed away. Oh, that's so sweet. It was a really sweet moment. Oh, good job, Tosh. <laughs> that's I won't like, hear you say that much, but <laughs> I don't say that much. Um, but <laughs> you like, I don't know. I just that's like wholesome sadness rather than yeah, depressing, fucking. <laughs> end of the world sadness <laughs> so yay yeah, it is yay <laughs> so uh yeah i think we can uh, go ahead and wrap this guy up with our hermit level so on the leonardo dicaprio scale of being a hermit a 10 being um let's go with this week the man in the iron mask you've been in a uh, you've been in a jail cell completely separated for everyone for many years or are you one, you're Jack on the Titanic dancing around on the lower decks with all the people, giving <laughs> high fives and banging touching random rich people? broads. Yeah, touching people. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at this week? Uh, so this week I am still a nine. Uh, honestly, the longer this goes, the more I genuinely have a hard time imagining a world where i hang out with humans again like i am (laughs) perfectly fine not doing that (laughs) not seeing humans anymore and i don't want to and honestly as we've been doing this podcast i mean this is episode 26 so i've heard you do the leonardo scale dicaprio scale 26 times and at the beginning i was like man that 10 sounds really excessive and now i'm like that 10 sounds really ideal. <laughs> right? <laughs> Without so, an iron mask on your face, I would hope. I mean, no, I don't want an iron mask on. That sounds heavy. Yeah. But maybe just like an iron apartment or something? I don't know. But it just, yeah, it's it'll be interesting as this continues. Like, how yeah. it's more and more like, yeah, I don't even, the wolf on Wall Street, gross. <laughs> right? <laughs> Touching people, being in, in, the in the a same crowd. room as other people. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I remember getting sweated on by other people at shows. <laughs> I mean, I always hated that, but now I really hate that idea. What are you, where are you at on the Leonardo? Let's scale? say uh, I'm probably let's say it's probably a seven. I did see my parents this weekend and the puppy and a puppy. Um, but uh, the band uh, we're switching days that we're practicing, so there's kind of like a uh, you know transitional period where we actually didn't practice because the way it lined up and everything. So sure. didn't see the band for a bit. Um. But this upcoming week, uh, this Saturday is actually going to be kind of busy. I'm um, going to the comic shop, going to go see my brother, and then I'm going to go see Fiona, our friend. Yeah. Um, and jump on the trampoline. <laughs> yeah. <then, laughs> and then band practice on Sunday. So I'm going to have a busy shit. weekend of people. You're going to be a little social butterfly. Yeah. And then I'm going to have virtual Oktoberfest tomorrow. So that'll be Ooh. Oh, man. I don't think that would go well for me if I just sat here and drank beer. <laughs> it's okay if you wear a dirndl while you're doing it. That's I mean, rule. everything's okay if I wear my dirndl. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I got a couple friends. We're just going to pro- – we're not going to FaceTime the whole thing, but I think we're going to meet up at some point and do a prost, and uh, maybe, I'll put, maybe I'll put on Beer Fest and watch that movie. Mm. 
No, it's no. What's funny is I was looking for like what movies I should watch, and I was looking up lists of like Oktoberfest mood movies and everything. No, it's on the li- top of almost every single list. Ugh. Fear fest. No one has any self respect anymore. All that. No one's el- based a movie around Oktoberfest. Yeah, that too. I would just watch German horror. What are you doing? That could be good. Duh. <laughs> Fine, you do your little whatever. We're going to have Gothtoberfest in <laughs> October, and we're going to watch some fucking fucked up horror movies like Tanz Tanzt, which is Nothing Bad Can Happen, which is fucking awesome and depressing. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm down for that as well. <laughs> but no, for real, enjoy your Oktoberfest. That sounds like a good way to enjoy the end of September and what should be Oktoberfest time. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's, that's also my escapism. I forgot to mention too, is every Friday I try and do something fun. Oh, Even if it's just cool. like a movie marathon or like something to look forward to at the end of the week. And yeah, this week great. is Oktoberfest. Very nice. Just drinking at home in my, uh, <laughs> in my <laughs> German hat, maybe my lederhosen. We'll see. Ugh, so leather. They're so heavy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I think that'll cool. wrap it up. So where can people find us if they want to uh, tell you what they saw on their walk, if they saw any little bugs or anything? <laughs> I heard <laughs> tell you what they saw on their WAP. <laughs> it was, I, I was like, I didn't know this was that kind of show. All right, guys, if you want to tell me what you saw on your walk or your WAP, um, you can find me at Instagram uh, on, at L-U-N-A underscore M-I-N-U-I-T. You can also find me at Twitter, uh, at the same on Twitter. And you can find us at Goth and Sloth on Instagram, Twitter, and you can send us an email at Gmail. What about Absolutely. you? What's all your things? So you can get me on uh, Facebook, or sorry, on the the <laughs> the Twitters. Got to get my brain right. Uh, Matt underscore, or sorry, Wizard underscore Matt. Wow, <laughs> I'm not even drinking tonight either. You can't find Matt, is what he's saying. Yeah, Don't you can't get me. Him. All right, so I am Wizard underscore Matt on Twitter or Wizard Cosplay on the Instagrams. My band is Leonardo Leonardo. We are Leonardo Leonardo Band on Facebook and SoundCloud. And my YouTube channel is Matt the Pharaoh Wizard. There we you go. Got to get that rhythm. Once you get that rhythm going. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, please wash your hands, guys. And wear a mask. <laughs>